0: The Israel Report with Rolene Marks. Having spent the day at the news desk today just watching what was transpiring in Israel. This was happening and that was happening and this was happening. And I'm happy somebody's here to tell us exactly what is really happening on the ground and what's happening right now. Rolene Marks, our correspondent from Israel. Roline, welcome to the show.
1: I will try and make as much sense of what is going on uh, as possible.
0: Okay, so let's start, let's start with the protests across Israel last night. The clashes, one arrested for plying car, car into the protesters. BB has addressed the nation. Newspapers declaring a dark day for democracy. 24-hour medical strike. Need I go on? Over to you, Rolene.
1: Well, uh, let's first take a look at what has transpired in the last couple of minutes ahead of uh, expected cut in credit ratings by Moody's that will follow Morgan Stanley and also express concerns by US-based Citibank that Israel is headed to a constitutional crisis. The Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu and Finance Minister Betzel Smotrich have issued a joint statement saying that the economy is as healthy as ever. They say this is a temporary response. When the dust clears, it will become clear that Israel's economy is very strong. The Israeli economy is based on solid foundations and will continue to grow under an experienced leadership that is leading a responsible economy policy. Uh, well, there may be many, many who are disagreeing with those words as uh, stocks continue to drop on the Tel Aviv stock exchange and the shekel becomes progressively weaker following yesterday's extremely contentious decision by... The, um, uh, the Knesset to vote in the reasonableness law. Now, just a reminder that the reasonableness law is extremely, extremely contentious here in Israel because essentially what it does is it removes judicial scrutiny from decisions made by uh, the government and could trigger this along with uh, the other proposed judicial overhaul uh, laws. This is only one of about 60 Uh, it it could trigger what we call a constitutional crisis. Mm -hmm. And for those of you uh, who are thinking but Israel doesn't have a constitution, uh, a constitutional crisis is not depending on that. It could also pertain to uh, huge conflicts between institutions of government and, and, and society. So uh, right now, um, you know, I want to quash all rumors that Israel is disintegrating and falling apart because we most certainly will not do that. What we have seen in Israel for the past now nearly 30 weeks, uh, has been nothing less than extraordinary Israelis taking uh, to the streets in their, in their masses, uh, to try and, uh, make sense of the situation and, and, and to voice their extreme concerns. So let's take a look at what transpired yesterday. Mm-hmm. Just as we came off air, you know, when we were on air, it had just uh, news had just broken about the the, the law being passed. And Israelis in their absolute numbers took to the streets of all cities, including uh, my own here in Modi. in fact, uh, I could uh, hear the the protests starting as I was on air and uh, right into the north in, in, in Haifa and down into the south in the Gaza envelope areas. Uh, There were some clashes with police, especially in, in parts of Jerusalem and Tel Aviv, protesters blocking uh, the highways, police using force to remove them. Police had been asked by doctors not to deploy the uh, water cannon. They did not listen to the doctors. and deployed. that some people were injured One uh, quite seriously. Um, we had one incident last night of a 20-something-year-old motorist who, who drove his car into three protesters just outside Manor. Uh, thank goodness they're okay, they sustained moderate injuries, but a very, very tense night throughout the country, right through the night till the early hours of this morning, uh, and uh, objections have continued throughout the day. Uh, the opposition uh, chair, Yair Lapid, filing with the Supreme Court, demanding that Yair Levine, the justice minister, um, reconvene the judicial committee, something that he has suspended, and uh, Yair, um, Yair Lapid saying that this is uh, uh, goes against good governance and trustworthiness. Uh, Yesterday I mentioned that the Movement for Quality Governance have filed with the Supreme Court about uh, striking down this law. Now, some of you may be confused. I know I was yesterday Mm -hmm. and consulted a, a lawyer. What does that mean? It means they can look for other clauses to the law that could be deemed basically unconstitutional. Uh, I just told you about the impact that we've seen on, on the Shekel and on the Tel Aviv Stock Exchange. We have heard from the international community, diaspora communities expressing their uh, concern and disappointment, the White House expressing uh, their disappointment, the United Kingdom Secretary of State James Cleverly saying that, you know, while it is not their place to... Um, to interfere in Israel's domestic policy, they do hope for uh, consensus, broad-based consensus, uh, moving forward. Now, this is something that the prime minister addressed in his speech to the nation last night. Mm-hmm. He said that moving forward, there will be broad-based consensus. However, I must stress that many Israelis uh, don't trust. Uh, the, the Prime Minister, you know, unfortunately the optics coming in from the Knesset yesterday where there was prime opportunity to filibuster the vote, mm-hmm. to... Um, to, to to walk or to reach for a compromise uh, and, and we could see uh, we were watching it live uh, in front of our very own eyes uh, your Afghalan the defence minister pleading with the justice minister Yarev Navin saying just give something just something uh, Yariv Levine sitting on the other side of Netanyahu refusing to budge and at one stage apparently Itamar Ben Gavir uh, passing a a, a note to him, it is believed to, to threaten to topple the coalition, uh, mm. if, uh, if they compromise on anything. A lot of criticism today for Benjamin Netanyahu saying that basically he has lost all control of his government and basically, wow. uh, the man running Israel now is Yarev Levi with, uh, uh, his, uh, two, um, co conspirators Betsel Smotrich and Itamar Ben Gavir.
0: Oh boy, where are we going with this now? The newspapers also declared a dark day for democracy and now it's led to a twenty four hour medical strike. What else rolling?
1: <laughs> well I think that we are well, going to start seeing a lot of strike yeah. action at the uh, Medi- Israel's Medical Association announced a strike, a twenty four hour strike uh, this did not uh, pertain to emergency room uh, healthcare workers, but at round about half past three today, a uh, uh, labour union said they need to end the strike with immediate effect. But okay. I, I think that we are going to see a series of, of strikes playing out, mm. as I think industry after industry is going to make their discontent felt. Sure. Protest leaders have said that this that this is just the beginning. Mm. Uh, there are just getting started, so uh, I will anticipate the protest movement really, really growing in momentum.
0: I can see now the ripple effect is going to start to take effect, uh, Yorolin. I wonder, as I keep saying, I wonder now what we are going to be discussing tomorrow. Where, yeah, as I was saying earlier on when I was on the news desk, the way things were, tri- things were changing almost every hour. Reactions and whatever, and opinions, this, that, and the other, Yorolin. I just wish we could have uh, just unpacked a few more things, but. Uh, this reasonablest law has not been reasonable with our time. I've got to end our chat. Roland, thanks so much for joining us, Sander. Uh, yes, let's hope we can unpack a bit more tomorrow. So we've got to leave it there. Roland Marks, our correspondent from Israel, joining us on the line to tell us what is going on in Israel since this uh, controversial uh, judicial law was passed yesterday.